Get the brooms out. Nate swept the CEO and the Pittsburgh Steelers have swept Matt Canada out of town starting now. You are now listening to the Dynasty Rewind. Welcome back to the Dynasty Rewind, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. The best in the business is back in business. Joined, as always, by my faithful co-host, Nate, the professor, and the broom master, Christian. What's up, Nate? <laughs> hey, Mike. You know, I have, I have family obligations this Sunday. The Ravens played on Thursday. So this Sunday, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go enjoy some time with my wife's extended family. Not nice. really going to pay too much attention to football. They did have the uh, Commanders game on and the Cowboys game on as well. Uh, so I didn't really get to check my scores until later in the night. And boy, was I excited to see that I was 2-0 and against you, Mike. <sighs> yes. Well, in all fairness, I have had your number for a majority of the year. It just so yeah. happened that you doubled up on me this week. So a big congratulations goes out to you. Do we have a – do we have an applause here? There we go. Oh, thank you. Thank you. applause. Thank you. Thank you, Nate. And then for me, I get this – did pretty well overall but nate you are doing really well in scott fishbowl so again congratulations to you with one quarterback i think right yep sam how still got his bye in the playoffs did you pick up tim boyle yet not yet (laughs) okay well and don't forget jake browning is now a starter as well um so speaking of brooms this is what we wanted Matt Canada is gone. We've been waiting for that. That's why I want to talk about it for a minute. Matt Canada is gone. Hopefully the offense gets better. The running backs coach is now the offensive coordinator for the interim. By the way, this is the first time a Pittsburgh coordinator or coach has been fired in season since 1941. So they had to do something. They had to do something because they have to evaluate Kenny Pickett at this point. They do. They need to see him in a different offense. See if that can work. And if that doesn't work, they're going to have to start making some decisions. I agree. Just like the New York Jets did. And they swept Zach Wilson, not just a backup, but he's now the third string quarterback. Emergency quarterback. Oh, man. (laughs) How the not so mighty have fallen. (laughs) But you know what? That just shows that values are going to be changing. Zach Wilson's value is now even lower than it already was. Maybe Kenny Pickens is on the rise. That's what we're talking about today. We're talking about trade values for your dynasty fantasy football rosters. I do want to say one thing, you know, talking about the trade deadline coming up, I see a lot of things on Twitter. Oh, you should never have trade deadlines or you should have trade deadlines. Look, if you're starting a league, what I always do, I put a poll up, I let everybody vote and it's majority. And then that's what you go with. You don't complain about it. It's not, hey, I'm, I'm a man of the people. I'm a I, man of the people. I, I, you know, I mean, if anything that's democratic, I'm, I'm good with that. I, my personal preference is no trade deadlines, but yeah, that's I agree. what the people want. That's what the people get. I like no trade deadline, but you know, just going on social media and bashing it isn't really going to get you anywhere. But let's talk about it right now. And let's start with our first player. And Nate, we do uh, agree on this player, what I can see. And that is Saquon Barkley. So his given cost currently is a late 24 first and a 2025 first. What do you think about this? Accurate, higher, lower? If different, what do you think it should be? And are you buying or selling at this cost? Nate, let's figure this out, man. What are we doing? Yeah, you know, two firsts, 
That's a little high for me for Saquon Barkley. I'm a little bit lower here. Sure. And, you know, it's it's not just because of the fact that he's older. I, I, I know he's 26. He's turning 27 before next season. But he's dealt with injuries. Um, we've seen it throughout his career. You know, he's struggled to stay consistently on the field. Um, and the G- Giants offense has done him no, you know, no compliments there either with how they have treated him with that offensive line over the past couple of years. And now he's on a one year deal, you know, slightly better than the franchise tag. He's going to be a free agent at the end of the season. I don't know where the Giants are headed. Uh, you know, with Daniel Jones, they have him locked up, but they're going to have a high draft pick. You know, there's a lot of unknown with this team and I want to stay away from it. And when I'm investing two picks and, you know, if Barkley goes somewhere else, you know, that could be great, but still. You know, the age does play a factor. You know, he's going to be 27 going into next season. I'm only expecting another year or two out of this guy. You know, he is a generational talent. So, you know, he will be productive, I think, for another year or two. But two firsts, I just can't do it. You know, I'm thinking more like a first and a late first and a second is what I'd be paying for Barkley. You know, if I'm a contending yeah. team, that's it's a late first and a late second. You yeah. know, does that sound about right for you, Mike? Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. I agree. I, the value is lower. Here's the thing. I also feel like it's accurate, but it shouldn't be because this is what you pay for a running back like Saquon Barkley. If you want to get Saquon Barkley on your team, two first is what it's take what it takes. That doesn't mean that I necessarily agree with it. So I'm okay with losing out on a player like this, and we know what he could be. Is he gonna where where does he go? We don't know right now. There's lots of question marks. There's places that could use him. The Dallas Cowboys could look to move on from Tony Pollard. I believe he's a free agent after the season as well. Yeah. You never know where he could end up as an Eagles fan. I hope it's not the Dallas Cowboys. But that being said, I'm okay with the first and second. I completely agree with you there. Um, preferably if I could stagger them, you know, 24 first and a 25 second. I try not to trade away too much from one draft class. Yeah. You know, I, I don't like to give away too much. But, you know, the, the thing is that there's players I'd rather roster that I think you could acquire cheaper, like Brian Robinson, David Montgomery, Alvin Kamara. Even yeah. Jameer Gibbs, I would try to make a run for if we're going to pay up. Yeah, if we're going to if we're going to pay two first, I think Jameer Gibbs, someone you can start, you know, inquiring about. Uh, Devon yeah. Achan, uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think those are guys I would rather go after and pay two first for than Saquon Barkley. Didn't Achan get hurt again last weekend? I believe he, he re-injured. Is it the same yeah. knee or a different same knee? knee? Okay, so that's not as promising. In that case, I'd probably rather try to take a run at Jameer Gibbs, unless you want to try to buy the injury value dip on Achan which is a possibility as well. So That's a good one. Uh, we're both lower on Saquon. I like Saquon, but got to be realistic here. So let's move on. Jahan Dotson, now Nate, his current value, his given cost is a late 24 second. Are we accurate, higher, lower? What are you thinking? Looks like we differ here. Oh, come on. Come on. You know I'm going to be higher on Jahan Dotson than a late second. That's a deal. Um, if I can go get Jahan Dotson for a late second, I'm happy to do that. Um, I know the splits are bad with Curtis Samuel in there. When Curtis Samuel's not there, Jahan Dotson, he's putting up the numbers that we were expecting him to put up. But when Curtis Samuel's in there, it's just not happening. Um, Jahan Dotson's still playing 90, 95% of the snaps, but he's just not getting the production that Curtis Samuel is. You know, he's he's unfortunately almost like the wide receiver three in this situation. Um, so that's not great. And it's because he's being used a lot closer to the line of scrimmage. He's not being used down the field a lot. His A dot this year average depth of target is 10.3 yards down the field. Last year was 15.4. So, you know, quite the jump down. Um, different way they're using him than they were last year. He was much more efficient last year. They're not using him that way. You know, Curtis Samuel is a free agent after this year. 
Now, I, I know it sounds a little silly to be like, oh, but Jahan Dotson's going to be really good once Curtis Samuel leaves. You know, that doesn't sound really promising. But, yeah, I mean, Curtis Samuel's a good NFL player, Mike, right? Yeah, I am a Curtis Samuel fan, and he's a guy that I had said that you should buy cheaply because, look, you have to plug in guys in your lineup at some point, injuries, bye weeks. Guys just stink it up. That's how it happens. So, all right, Nate, you're higher. I think it's accurate, but I want to know um, from you, is there anybody else you'd rather acquire at this cost, or do you like this cost? Obviously, if you could get him for a late second, you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to get Jahan Dotson for a late second. I'm willing to pay a mid-second for Jahan Dotson. Not an early second because I do like this um, upcoming wide receiver class. Okay. I was going to um, say, what's your what's your cutoff? Yeah, there? yeah. I think in early second, you know, as much as I love Jahan Dotson, I'm not going to put my put my love for him above a smart decision, and I'm not. I'm going to keep on holding on to an early second uh, versus Dotson. But other guys with value around that, um, Deontay Johnson, I think is a good one. You know, talking about the change with Matt Canada. Yeah, I think Deontay Johnson is a is a good buy low right now for about the similar price. I will say that this might be the cheapest you can acquire Jahan Dotson for some time. If Curtis yeah. Samuel does move on, if the offense continues to bloom, this could be a really good investment. You know, that being said, I'm definitely thinking this is accurate. He's underperformed. He's been borderline unstartable. Like you look yeah. at his last two games, three for 23. He did get a touchdown, but then no catches. And then he had two really good games, 69 and a touchdown, 108 and a touchdown. But before that, it's just look at his. It's just not good for Jahan Dodson. He was a little banged up and had a slow start to the year, if I'm correct on that. Uh, he was on the field a good bit. I think he he did have some lingering injury from the preseason, though. Yeah. So, you know, a little bit of lingering injuries. But I'm going to go ahead. I'll buy in. I think this is accurate right now just because we don't really know what's going to happen with that Washington offense. I don't think Jahan Dodson's ever going to be the one you know, on a team's offense, but he also doesn't have to be. So – I'm definitely buying in. I think it's accurate right now, but it's definitely going to be higher soon enough. So, Nate, you and I are going to talk about Kansas City Chiefs wide receiver Rasheed Rice. Yeah. His given cost is a mid-24 second and a 25 second. So we don't know where that is right now. Higher, lower, accurate. What do you think? I'm a little bit lower than this cost. Um, I understand, you know, this is like the cost in between a second and a first. You don't want to pay a first. You don't want to pay a late first. So you, you say two seconds. I don't think Rashi Rice has gotten quite to that point yet. Um, you know, looking at what he's done, he hasn't really broken out from a fantasy production standard. Yeah, he's gotten opportunities with the Kansas City Chiefs, and it's always fun to be linked to Patrick Mahomes. But until he starts getting the, you know, funneled target volume, I'm not willing to buy in. You know, he hasn't had... You know, he's only had two games with more than five targets. He doesn't get a ton of volume. He's got some touchdowns, and that's helped him out. But he's still only averaging 10.1 fantasy points per game, Mike. You know, only one game above 15 points, and that was against the Chargers. So he's not really showing any upside at this point. So he's been consistent. I like what he's done. I like the progress he's shown. But he's wide receiver 42 in the season right now. One spot ahead of Drake London. And I'm not willing to pay two seconds for... Rashi Rice. Are you willing to pay two seconds for Rashi Rice? I'm not. I think it's there's a possibility that this could end up, you could pay that and maybe in a year or two look back and be like, I got a deal. It's always a possibility. He is technically the best wide receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs. 
Yeah. But when you look and you break it down, that's not saying much. We're taking Travis Kelsey out of the mix. I'm just talking about wide receivers, not receivers overall. He has 36 receptions on the season. And the next highest is, you want to take a guess? Um, is, this, is this Justin Watson? I mean, he's done some little things. Sky Moore, he's been consistently little. Close. It's actually Canarius Tony. He has 22 catches for 139 yards and one touchdown. 22 for 139. Very Canarius Tony. Like, um, but look, Rasheed Rice is a rookie. 36 for 420 and four. That's what he's sitting at right now. Watching the game last night, I did like what I saw from him. He does have some flashes. I don't know what's going on with the Kansas City offense. I just feel like they do need to invest more in the wide receiver position. And that being said, if they do that, and they bring in a bona fide stud. I don't know who that could be. If it's, they draft somebody, if they bring in a free agent, then it's wheels up for Rasheed Rice. He's another guy. I don't think he's a one in an offense. As a 1B, I think he yeah. would really flourish there, kind of like a Devonta Smith-style role. But that being said, I, I'm I'm okay with the solo second on this. He's also a good like tear-down type guy. Mm-hmm. I also have a really hard time trusting Kansas City wide receivers. We've been to burn time and time again. Yeah, we have. Sky Moore, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Mikul Harbin, Karius Tony. These are all guys that get hyped up. They get the Kansas City bump. I don't make mind taking a risk on an unknown here, despite his draft capital. I just want it to be at a cost as cost-effective as possible. So I'll yep. sell for two seconds. I'll buy for a single. Yeah, I'll, you know, I'll pay an early second for Rashi Rice. Um, that's, that's, I, I think I might like a wide receiver at the top of the second next year, but Rashi Rice is producing now. He's going to have a you know, he's going to have a good rookie season. He's linked to Mahomes. So, you know, talent-wise, I might like the guy in the second round next year, but I'm paying up, have no problem paying an early second for a guy that's linked to Mahomes who's already producing. I'm willing to pay a second and a third if I want to. Um, you know, not a big deal there, but two seconds, just not willing to invest that much in Rashi Rice. If I'm going to do that, maybe uh, Jaden Reed is a guy I like a lot who's also breaking out. I would pay that. Another guy. Yeah. I, I Probably value around a second and a third, probably similar value. Um, I don't think you get Jaden Reed for two seconds right now. I think you got to at least get one first in there. But I do want to ask you, you said that you would pay an early second for Rasheed Rice, but you wouldn't pay an early second for Jahan Dotson. So are you saying you prefer Rasheed Rice, or is it just his situation that you think would be better long-term? Which which do you think it is? I think Jahan Dotson is more valuable than an early second in the future. Okay. But at this point... I'm not willing to risk an early second okay. for Jahan Dotson, who's not been producing recently. So I can only go so much off of my emotional love for Jahan Dotson in the, in the past history. I got to go off what have you done for me lately? You know, I got to got to make sure I'm not risking too much. All right, let's risk uh, adverse over here, Mike. I get it. I do. Let's talk about one of the best running backs in fantasy football right now. That is Washington Commanders running back Brian Robinson. Nate, who knew he'd be the best B-Rob at running back in the NFL this year? So his given cost right now is a late 24 first and a 25 third. Nate, higher, lower, accurate, please tell me what it is. Yeah, this is accurate to me. I'm more than happy to pay a late first and a 25 third. That seems like a pretty good deal to get into Brian Robinson, who has somehow become the better B-Robinson this year um, for fantasy I saw a tweet today, Mike, a stat that really kind of blew my mind here. Brian Robinson is the only running back so far this year to finish the week as the RB1 twice. 
No one else has done it twice. So you far, know what's interesting about that? What? He has not had a single 100-yard rushing game this season. No, he's been a, a threat in the receiving game. Whatever works. Ooh. I don't care if it's running, if it's receiving, however he gets the points. I, I, but not like, even CMC has done that. Now, CMC has had five top five finishes so far this year, and he's never finished below RB15, so he right. is the guy. But Brian Robinson, we always talk about Brian Robinson as a consistent player, maybe lacking upside, but he's shown that upside this year. He's shown that upside. He gets the volume. He's RB4 in the season, three games over 20 points. He's been an R- top 36 running back every single week so far this year, so he's been consistent. He has a good floor. Brian Robinson is what you want in a running back right now for your fantasy team, and you can get him for a single first and a throw in third. That's pretty good. Uh, that's that's hard to come by these days. Antonio Gibson, as much as I liked him coming into the season, he's not a threat. He does take away some of the receiving work when he's in the game, but this is Brian Robinson's backfield. We are seeing that for sure. He was inactive last week too. Well, I think he had an injury. He was doubtful. Oh, okay. I just saw that he was inactive. Yep. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm all in about this. I mean, look at his splits on the year. 138 carries, 558 yards, five touchdowns, 27 receptions, 314 yards, and three touchdowns. Not bad for a guy who's not heralded as a receiving back coming out of Alabama. And remember, he sucked because he came back for that extra year. He was a senior. He was old. He was slow, whatever. Currently, the running back for 14.7 fantasy points per game. Yeah. Yeah. I it's think impressive. as Washington's offense better gets better, he gets better as well. I will buy at this price. For this price right now, with how consistent he's been, should have bought in the offseason when he was cheap. Yeah, could have got him for a second. Yeah, I'll buy at this if I have to. So let's move on. Nate, you just lost Mark Andrews. On a competitive team because you just swept me. So you want to go after Travis Kelsey the second most talented football player in his family. The given cost for him is a late 24 first, a 25 second, and a 25 third. And, yes, I'll say that every chance I get. What do you think? Higher, lower, accurate? Tell me. I think it's accurate. It's what you got to pay to get Travis Kelsey. You know, I'm never a fan of losing two assets in a trade. So I would want, you know, a third back, 25 third. You know, something yeah. like that. You know, give me something back. Maybe even a fourth. Just give me something. I don't like to go three to one. I I, I don't because you know, you know nice is about you know hoarding assets and when you can you know hoarding those mid round draft picks because then you can jump around the board later. Um, so I don't want to go three to three to one, but I think this is the the price and this is accurate. Um, I'm willing to pay this, especially if you're a competitive team that just lost lost Andrews and the rest of your team is ready to go. Um, you know, this is what you got to do. This is what you got to do to get the championship. And he's the tight end one until he retires, basically. I don't think Travis Kelsey, yeah. like, fade away. We, we've seen other tight ends like Antonio Gates, Tony Gonzalez. Those guys were productive until the day they retired. Travis Kelsey is going to do the same thing. I don't know if it's the end of this year. I don't think so. I think he's got another year or two. Maybe he has more than that. But, I mean, you're paying this much. You're getting a top tight end for at least another year, I think we can say at this point. So. I'm all about it. And I'm actually, I am buying why well, I have bought Travis Kelsey recently, Mike. Tell me about it. Yeah. I actually made a trade for Kelsey. Um, I had a team that was looking pretty good and I just needed a tight end. So I decided to, you know, make the jump and I traded for Travis Kelsey. I needed a bunch of running back depth too. So I also got Devin Singletary and Ramondre Stevenson. I love that. Okay. So a nice package here. I traded away a mid 2024 first, a mid 2024 second. Chig. 
and Sean Tucker. It's a great deal. Okay. For my competitive team. And you know what? I already I have another first. That's not my original first. I have my original first still. Yeah, I love that. So. I love the trade for you. This is what you do to try to bring it home. Love the Devin Singletary grab too. Uh, he's, yeah, been, he's been productive. Yeah, and you know, this could be the end for um, Damian Pierce, honestly. He's been mm-hmm. hurt, and I know you're not supposed to lose your job in the NFL to injury, but the fact of the matter happens is all the time. Devin Singletary looks really good, man. How do you keep this guy off the field right now? Yep. I, just, I don't I don't think you can. I do think that this is accurate as well. He's the best receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs. Tight end, wide receiver. He's the best receiver. I don't know of any other tight end right now that has a ceiling as high as Travis Kelsey's. I mean, we could have said Mark Andrews, but obviously he's out of the picture for the rest of the year. We all like Hawkinson. Florida. Hawkinson, yeah, but is he, he, he gets the volume like crazy. But now that Kirk Kirk's out, that that's what I'm saying. Uh, again, we like Laporta. There's a lot of other young guys that we like too. But even like a healthy Dallas Goddard doesn't have a ceiling like Travis Kelsey does. There's more competition for targets there. This is what you pay to get a premium player on your team. And the other, the other thing is, if you don't have the capital to pull this off, because you just might not, you could try for a guy like Dalton Schultz. Or you could scrape the bottom of the barrel a little bit more. Jake Ferguson, he's been a little inconsistent, but he's kind of the de facto number two in Dallas. Pretty much it's CeeDee Lamb, Jake Ferguson, and then a big question mark. So um, just two guys. Yeah. Cole Komet as well. He's been doing really good lately. I don't know why I forgot about him, but thank you for reminding me. Ian Thomas maybe might still be out there for (laughs) now. Don't, don't. How about this next guy, Mike? So my question for you, Nate, how do you acquire Dalton Kincaid? What like what okay. do you want to do? Dalton Kincaid has really been firing on all cylinders lately. What you want to get him on your team? You were not able to draft him, but you're not taking no for an answer here. He needs to be on your roster. How are you getting him? Yeah, I mean Dalton Kincaid right now is the tight end eight, and he had a slow start to the season. You know, remember everyone freaking out. Oh, I picked the wrong tight end because I picked Dalton Kincaid instead of Sam Laporta, you you got lucky either way. Um, you got a good player. So Dalton Kincaid, he's been great. I'm willing to pay a 24 first and a 25 second. You know, I'm kind of thinking there that I'm probably a contending team, so I'm expecting those to be mid late um, late picks. Willing to do that for Dalton Kincaid, Goddard in a 24 second. I think that's a nice little tear up move. It almost might be a lateral move for some people, and they see it as getting a second on top. But you're getting younger, getting better, I think, with more upside. And then a guy that we also like around here, another rookie tight end, Luke Musgrave. I think Luke Musgrave and a 25 first can get you Don Kincaid. You might be able to get the ball rolling with Luke Musgrave a second, and maybe you have just a throw-in player. You don't have to get rid of that first um, You know when you're tearing down. But I'm willing to pay up to Luke Musgrave and a first for Don Kincaid right now. I think Dalton Kincaid is a stud. He's linked to Josh Allen. You know, he's been productive already. Like I said, tight end eight already on the season. He's already got 50-plus uh, receptions. So this is a guy that we're going to be talking about for a long time in the tight end position. This whole tight end landscape just got a huge influx of talent. I want some of the top guys at the bottom, the bottom of the H pool, not the bottom of the Oh, okay. Yeah. Unless yeah. you consider younger the top of the H pool. Oh, maybe. cream of the crop. Yeah, there you go. 
by the way, watch the Macho Man Randy Savage Cream of the Crop uh, interview on YouTube. It is one of the most layers things you'll ever see. No, I'm aging myself. Look, you need at least the 24 first. That's probably going to be where you're starting at. Might need a second as well. You know, he's also a guy that because we all know and we try to preach against it, but a lot of people chase names, hmm. right? Kincaid's been really consistent. If you're not competing and you want Kincaid, you could use him as a tear down from a Travis Kelsey, from a George Kittle. Try to get him and some draft capital on top of it. I don't know how much more you're going to be able to get. If you could pull a second, swing that, great. If it's a third, I'm still okay with that too. If you're rebuilding, get some fab in there, $3 a fab. Don't hate. By the way, free trials of Patreon right now, seven-day trial. Oh, yeah. Head up to Patreon so you can tell me when you trade with fab i love when people tag me like look at the fab i got in this trade it makes me really happy it does make my day um i'll buy in at that price too look you want a guy who you think is going to be an elite top end tight end for a couple years maybe five to ten years depending you see these guys have longevity i'll buy in on that also i think now not that i'm saying i'd rather have this player than kincaid i think now's a really good buy low window on a guy like pat fryermuth as well coming off an injury getting a new offensive coordinator. He's just had a terrible season. I mean, so far in the year, we're talking nine catches for 60 yards. Somehow still has two touchdowns, but he's back. He's healthy, healthy enough to play anyway. New offensive coordinator. Why don't you shake the tree on some Pat Frymuth a little bit? See how yeah. cheap you can get him and let me know. I like Pat. I'm curious about no, that. No, I love me some Pat. Do you think right now you could get Pat Frymuth for like a, a second? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Or maybe, like, if you want to, I don't know, some an older tight end or something like that to a, a contender, get Frymuth out of there. Evan Ingram? Yeah. that's I like that, Evan Ingram. No, I like Evan Ingram. I'm not saying actively sell Evan Ingram. He's been productive. So Yeah, he's a good example if you want to get younger at the position and you're not competing. He yeah. would be a good guy that I would look to move. But well, let's move on to our underdog scrub pick of the week. Nate, the Ravens. They scrubbed us last week. The higher lower on Keaton Mitchell was 34 and a half rushing yards. He had 33. You know, I'm going to blame this one on Joe Burrow for getting injured. If he hadn't been injured, it would have been a closer game. Keaton Mitchell would have been in the in the game. Um, you know, that sounds backwards because you think the rookie would get in when we're ahead. But no, they just put Gus Edwards in and ran the ball down their throats the entire second half. Um, so it was unfortunate. It was. But we're, we're going to make up for it this week. We've had a a rough stretch here, Mike, to be honest, because we started off the season really strong. I think we were five and zero to start. I believe so, which means we're two and four since then. Yeah, it's, it's been rough here recently. So we got to get back on track. It's Turkey Day. We're going to make it happen. Mm-hmm. I, I have a guy we can trust. All right, let's do it. All right. So David Montgomery. If you had to, you know, hope for David Montgomery to do one thing, what would that be, Mike, on Thanksgiving? Get a touchdown. Exactly. Get a touchdown. Higher or lower, 0.5, rushing or receiving touchdowns, any way that he would get in the field, into the end zone. So, David Montgomery, can he get a touchdown on Thursday against the Green Bay Packers? Detroit Lions, they always play Thanksgiving. Come on. Yeah. I mean, that's a no-brainer. I mean, it's it's Jamal Williams, right? Basically. Yeah. He's the touchdown king. Yeah, I think so. I'll bet Jameer, Jameer Gibbs is there now. I'm still Jameer t- Gibbs had a touchdown last week. I know. I'm still taking this on Thanksgiving. Detroit Lions are the Detroit Lions home or away? 
The Detroit Lions are playing away at Lambeau. I'm still taking it. I don't care. Well, Mike, I need to separate from you. We've been going the same way a lot, so I'm taking the lower here. I think the Green Bay Packers defense is going to step it up. I think Jameer Gibbs might be the running back to get in the end zone on Thursday. If Montgomery might not find it. Might not find pay dirt for Thanksgiving. there it is, but we hope that you find Paydirt and get in on the Pick'em Fun at Underdog Fantasy by using the promo code Rewind. You get not only a 100% first deposit match up to $500, guys, literally a free $500. You also get a mystery special Pick'em in the lobby when you sign up as a new user. This mystery pick is always a winner, and you're one pick away from winning your first Pick'em. So join Underdog Fantasy today using the promo code Rewind. The link will be in the description and in every video that we do. We hope to see you there. So until next time, for Nate, I'm Mike. Thank you for listening, everybody. All right, everyone, that is going to do it for us this week. But if you're headed to a game, make sure you check out SeatGeek.com. It's your one-stop shop for all things live events. It offers the best price available. Use the promo code DynastyRewind. You'll get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Don't forget, if you want to play some best ball, head on over to Underdog. It's the easiest buy-in in fantasy football. And it's not having to worry about setting your lineups, man. That's what it's all about. So again, underdog.com. Use the promo code Rewind. A 100% match on your first deposit up to $100. Visit our store over at payhip.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. That's where you find our roster reviews. That's where you find all of our manuals and everything like that. Head on over there now. Grab some merch at spreadshop.com. Link is down below. And we want to see you in our community. And that is patreon.com forward slash Dynasty Rewind. But... Until next time, everybody, for my faithful co-hosts, Chev Nooney and Nate Christian, I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Be kind, please rewind. Thank you for listening.